And welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Jackson. It's a new episode, Jackson. How excited are you? Uh, ecstatic. <laughs> I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but like, I just recently got super sick and my what? voice and I've been like coughing like crazy and it's just put me in a, in a rough patch. I've been feeling bad. Oh, well, that's why this show exists to lift your spirits. Yay, talk about happy music, right? Only happy music? Mostly. Okay. I think we have that. a few topics we have to get into tonight that aren't as happy, maybe, but we can always turn it around. We can make them happy. We have that power? We have the power. Oh, fuck yeah. That sounded powerful. By the power <laughs> of Grayskull, we have the power. Oh, God. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. If you say one more power line. <laughs> All right, Jackson. Everyone's going to tune out. Rest in power. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. You know what? On that silliness, I think we should get the show started because we really do have a ton to talk about. And even though you're feeling a little sick, both of our voices are way better than they were last week. So I think this is good. For sure, man. Let's do it. Here we go. First up, we've got the metalcore band Bless the Fall tweeting that new music is on its way and then a bunch of fire emojis. <laughs> I think that's uh, getting a little tired now, isn't it? The whole yeah, this is fire. Yeah, it's so cheesy. I thought so, but apparently people like to use it. Fire is only four characters and yet they put multiple fire emojis. It's a good catch. It's Thank a good you, catch man. There, Ian. I'm very good at what I do. <laughs> And you don't even use emojis. Well, you don't have them, so that, that's a good eye. I just started using, what is it now? Is it GIFs or GIFs? Oh, man, that is the that is a good question. <laughs> I say GIFs, but you I know GIFs. everyone says GIFs. I never know which one it is, so I never really say it, but I have started using them because I realize that Twitter and Facebook have a huge library of actual good movies and TV shows that they took clips from, so it just mm -hmm. works perfectly. Oh, I fucking love it. I love reacting to what anyone says with a gif or jif or however <laughs> you want to call it. It's like that's the new social media comedy way now. It absolutely is. So we definitely, if people follow us on Ian Hates Podcast or. Oh, dude, I don't know. <laughs> dude, it's so complicated. Oh, you're when the I worst. Made that <laughs> no, my at username is ridiculous. Have you? Do you know what it is? No, I never do. I just know because you talk to me on there. So I just Right. You just reply. type in J-A and you like know. But like to say the at name, I don't even know what the fuck was going through my head. I don't even know it. I seriously, I remember telling you when you joined the show, I said you should start a brand new Twitter with something <laughs> to do with Ian Hates. And that way people would know you're part of the show and it'd be really easy to find you. And you were just like, nah, I'm going to stick with my ridiculously complicated name. Well, because see, I had so many followers that listened to this music. So I thought if I started a new one, it would just, I don't know. It was a bad move. It was. <laughs> I, it was I, I went with it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I laughed. I think I said mood instead of move. But either way, it doesn't matter. It's either of them. Gotcha. But anyways, there's no official announcement of when Bless the Fall is going to have new music. But our producer, Ty, is 
not too happy because apparently he has really hated their recent music. Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel that way. Didn't we talk about Bless the Fall like a few episodes ago? I like their previous stuff. I like everything they've done. Yeah, we were both talking about how like, you know, to those left behind didn't get like fairly good reviews from everybody because it was such a change. But we were talking about how we liked it. Apparently you know, not Even Ty. though it was such a change. No, no, Ty does not like that. He says it sounds just like their previous stuff, but I think it's a huge change from like uh, hollow bodies and stuff like that. I didn't think it was a huge change, but he's talking about like getting Bo out of there. Oh man, that's a strong word. <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like, Ty's coming out swinging, but what are you going to do? I don't know. I'm looking forward to new music. That's for sure. Oh yeah, me too. And I hope it's a uh, quote unquote fire emoji, fire emoji, <laughs> fire emoji or whatever. <laughs> you know what, Jackson? You're absolutely right. Thank you. You know, wait, whoa, 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 time out, rewind. You just said on the show, Jackson, you are absolutely right. Not wrong, right. Look, I'm pretty sure, and people can probably back me up on this, that's got to be at least the third time I've said that to you. <laughs> just the third, around Maybe, there. Actually, you know what? Maximum third time I've said that to you. <laughs> <laughs> you can count on one hand now. I'm moving on to the second hand. Can you? I really hope so, man. I'm already having fun tonight. This is good. <laughs> All right, Jackson, why don't you take the next one? So Arch Enemy has announced that they're releasing their new album, Will to Power, and that's going to be on September 8th on Century Media Records. How do you feel about this, Ian? Because I know nothing about Arch Enemy. <laughs> I guess the thing is, I don't know how you don't know anything about Arch Enemy. I kind of fell off a while back. But they're a good band. It's just one of those things where, you know, you have those bands sometimes that you just lose track of. This was one of them. Okay, okay. I know they lost their original female singer, and then they replaced her, did another album, and now this will be the second album, I believe, with the new singer. That's about the extent that I know right now. I, I didn't even know they were female-fronted. Well, yes, I would expect that if you didn't know anything about the band, you wouldn't just go, oh, I'm sure they have a female who's fronting the band. <laughs> fair, fair. But because I do know this now, I am going to give it a listen, and I'm going to see what their new music is going to be like, because I know I like them in the past, just like I said, though. Sometimes things fall off. Right. You might not have the same taste you have now from when you did like that band, so we'll see what happens. That's also possible. Next up, we've got the band I Prevail who we've obviously talked about quite a few times on the show. Mm -hmm. They lost their bassist in December of last year, and now it looks like they have lost their drummer. They have announced that both the bassist and the drummer are going to be replaced as touring members for the foreseeable future, but they did make sure to mention that this was an amicable parting of ways. That's what Lee, their previous drummer, said on his Twitter as well. And then a band statement stated the same. The question is, you know, is it really amicable or not? And also, I guess, who cares? <laughs> well, you know, the thing that I took the most from this is not just that, you know, yes, he did say it was amicable and everything, but that's the second member to leave the band. And this is not a band that's in a rut. This is a band that's growing really, really, really fast in our scene. So, like, for members to be leaving like it's nothing, you know, I, I don't know why anyone would want to leave a band that's progressing this fast. And it kind of makes you wonder, are these leavings actually amicable? You know what I mean? My educated guess would be no. <laughs> they are not. <laughs> educated. Yes, that would be my guess. Remember... 
we did that whole story about how what I think it was their clean vocalist came out and did that whole like rant about how I prevail is tired of being called sellouts and you know right. hey we used our money for this and I worked hard my whole life not that that is the reason but I think they are probably getting pretty big heads about themselves and I think that that's probably splitting the band a little bit. And that's just, once again, that's alleged. I'm just taking a guess based on seeing other bands do this in the past. And what I think they probably are doing as well is you know that they're making tons and tons of money. So right now, they can pull that whole Paramore thing and be like, oh, he was just an employee of the band. He's not a partner of the band. So he shouldn't get as much money in royalties and all that kind of stuff. Man, I would really hate if that was the route that like, you know, we find later on down the road that this is actually what happened because it really does make a band look bad, in my opinion. And especially to a band like I Prevail, again, in our scene, you know, you just hate that getting to our scene. Sure. But I've seen this enough in the past that just the total attitude and skyrocketing so fast in the scene also plays a part. It's that whole popularity thing. You know what I mean? You see that in the old behind the music things on VH1 all the time is people that don't know how to deal with success. It ends up tearing the band apart. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm sure that has a really, really big part in what's going on here. Because again, this is it's just a little strange. And once again, that is alleged. Maybe it's just as simply he doesn't like the direction the band's going in. He wasn't working out with the tours that they were doing because they do tour a lot. And maybe that was just something mm -hmm. that he didn't want to do anymore who knows it could be any one of those reasons and a multitude of others but when i look at this situation from seeing it in the past and seeing how the band has reacted to the fame they've gotten uh i'm not too sure yeah no i, I completely agree with you on that actually good news here we got lakeshore has finally announced that they are now signed with outer loop records and this is very very good news for this band and hopefully they can now start to pick up the recognition that they deserve yeah they push the ep back again i think it's coming out before warp tour starts or maybe around warp tour because i know they're doing some dates so it might actually be during one of the dates that they're actually out there which is always good for a band that's really true and again i just really hope that it does actually come out you know anytime soon because this is actually something that us on the show have really been looking forward to and again, you can, you know, catch that on the interview that you did with, you know, the singer and the guitarist. So I really, really hope that this comes out soon enough because I've been really <laughs> biting at the chop to hear this. Check out the Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition I did with Ben and Sean. I'm sure you'll enjoy it and you'll learn a little bit more about the EP as well as their past and everything going on right now. So that's at least something. But obviously this was done back when the EP was supposed to come out like three weeks after. <laughs> it just didn't yeah. happen that way. Oh, well. You know, stuff gets jumbled up in the mix, I guess. But hey, I mean, this is a really good start. You know, at least they didn't just like disappear after them saying, oh, well, just wait a little bit longer for the EP to release, you know? Oh, for sure. And just to mention to everyone again, I have heard the EP and it is really damn good. It is worth the wait. Don't lose track of this band. You definitely need to check out this EP when it comes out. I agree. Next up, another nice bit of news for people. Newfound Glory did so well on their 20th anniversary tour that they decided to do a shit ton more dates. Like I was like, holy shit. Did you see how many dates they added on? I did not see it, actually. From July 11th to December 2nd. Shit. Yes. 
it's insane. And some places are hitting like the smaller places that they didn't get to before. They're also hitting some of the bigger places they didn't get to. So if you didn't get a chance to see Newfound Glory last time, and I do recommend that if you like pop punk and you like Newfound Glory, even if you've never heard Newfound Glory, you should go to this tour because it really was a lot of fun. For anyone that doesn't know, they're doing a tour based on all of their albums. So they're going to be doing the entire discography. Now, I don't think that they made any dates where they're going to play Make Me Sick all the way through, but all their other albums, they are doing that the same way they did it on the original tour. That's so badass because you know that this is coming from something within themselves to want to do this many tours and reach this many fans and just hit every single town that they possibly can. Like that comes from love, man. That, yeah. you know, when a band this big, they don't need to tour this much. Yeah, and that's why I recommend a tour like this because I could see how much fun they were having and they were really getting into playing that music that they knew the whole crowd loved. So it's just mm -hmm. totally worth it for you to go check it out because you never know when they'll be able to do something like this again. Yeah, I, I hope I can go see them because I've actually never seen You Found Glory Live. That would be a good idea, man. And now we got Greeley Estates. And yes, Greeley Estates is announcing that they're going to release an EP called Calling All the Hopeless. And this is coming out June 27th. This is the first thing they've released in four years. So this is really big news. I think we talked about this before, maybe even a couple times when they were teasing things. But holy shit, man, an EP at the end of June? Like, that's not too far away right now. Yeah, they just announced it and it's already coming out within the next couple weeks. Like, that's incredible. I would have almost expected like an October date or something. Yeah, for sure. Like, everyone that's announcing stuff now is usually around the August, September, October dates. So for them to, you know, just announce it and have it in June, like they know how to keep the excitement going, you know, and they're not going to have everyone wait around for this. Yeah, that's right. Once again, our producer, Ty, is a huge fan. Hopefully, we'll enjoy the new stuff because, yeah, I was a big fan as well. Yeah, man, same here. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. I'm actually a little surprised you even know who they are. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> that was a low blow. No, sometimes when there are bands that really made a mark in the scene, older as you would say, you don't know who they are. Well, I don't know. I, I feel like Greeley Estates isn't like that old. Oh, yes, At they are. Not to me. They're one of the first bands to do like the post-hardcore metalcore thing. No, you're right. I don't know. I, I, I guess that's just one of the bands that actually got to me. Because the only reason why I bring it up is because you didn't know who Arch Enemy was. You didn't know who 18 Visions were. True. Yeah, and that was a big one. That was a big one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jackson. Thank you. You bring like a part of the show that never existed before. I bring this like this nice youth regeneration to the show. Would you say that? No, no. I was saying there's a different word for it. Um... Don't make fun of me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Backtrack now. You know what? Say something nice. No, first. No, no. I'm definitely not going to back. Look, I'm not Chester Bennington. <laughs> I, I will not be backtracking on what I was going to say, but. I think because you knew where I was going, I will hold off and not say what I was going to say. Okay. Let it come organically later on. Yes, exactly. Yeah, because this will happen again. Trust me. Oh, absolutely. It definitely will. Moving on to a quick announcement here. For anyone who's a fan of the movie life, I know they just went on tour probably a couple weeks ago. They might still be out on tour right now, but I know they were doing some smaller venues after not being together for a long time. They have announced that after 14 years, they're going to have a brand new album come out. Hey, man, that's good to know. Yeah, I never really got into them, 
So I'm going to have to go back and try again. Yeah, same here. I, I've never really been a huge fan of movie life, but this is good news for people who do like movie life. So I'm excited for them. Exactly. All right, Jackson. That brings us around to the end of news. Oh man, Jackson, we thought we were moving away from news, but it turns out Chester Bennington is here. Man, fuck this guy. <laughs> what? Oh man, he's going to punch you in the mouth. Oh no, please, Chester Bennington, no. <laughs> <laughs> Scrawny ass. <laughs> and that's coming from you. Yeah, for real, I'm like so short, but <laughs> he's such a punk, dude. He's Oh god, he's a mess. And that's why we have to give him a little bit more fame today. Because yeah. last week, after our episode came out, where we absolutely, obviously had to trash the new Linkin Park after he told all of the fans to move the fuck on mm -hmm. from <laughs> Hybrid Theory and everything else that they did that was good. Good stuff. He came out, as we talked about last week, and said he apologized for that. And we had to kind of rip him apart for that a little bit, too, because as we talked about, I would have been completely fine with him saying the move the fuck on part, but to apologize for it was just so ridiculous. Right. Of course, you know, we went on about how he's totally just contradicting himself and that you could tell he's kind of just worried about how he looks publicly. But be careful, Jackson. Oh? If you say that he's worried about the money and that he's a sellout, his new statement is a little bit different than the previous one. Right. So taking away the apology, he now goes on to say... So it's a long statement that he makes, and I don't really want to say all of it. And I don't want to be one of those media sources that's just like, he said this and this. But really, the two things that people are saying are what he said, which was, right. if you're going to be the person who says, like, they made a marketing decision to make this kind of record to make money, you can fucking meet me outside and I'll punch you in the fucking mouth because that is the wrong fucking answer. <laughs> Then he went on to say, because guess what? Calling us a sellout for that purpose is selling out on your fucking excuse as to why you don't like it. You're a fucking pussy. Then he goes on to talk about, you know, the band taking musical risks and stuff. And look, we listened to the album to see if there was anything worth talking about in it. Not to make fun of it, to see if we would actually like it, right? Right. Unfortunately, that's not the case. So I don't know what risk they took. Yeah, I agree. Bands take musical risks all the time. We didn't shit on them for the risk. We shitted on them for making awful music. Right. I understand when a band adds in more guitars or they add in something that's articulate or something that's tough to do technically into their music. That's taking a risk. Mm -hmm. Doing what they did by dumbing down their music and making it ridiculously easy and simple, while also somehow forgetting how to sing. I don't know how that... Maybe You know what, Jackson? Maybe that is the risk. Maybe going out there not knowing how to sing, maybe that is the risk there. Yeah, and then don't forget about how they forgot to play instruments. Oh, shit, I did forget that. You know what? That's a risk, not playing yeah. instruments on a music <laughs> album. Yep, that just adds to it, you know? You know, this is a band of, like, over six people... But yet they're making the music that two or three people can make. 
Yeah, man. Look, I'm with you. I'm with you. As a smart man would. (laughs) I'm not trying to have any like points of authority here or anything, but I feel like he has to be put in his place a little bit. Yeah. I am surprised he didn't get in trouble for calling people pussies. You know, it's true. And I don't know why he even does this. Like, I feel like he's asking for the negative image. You know what I mean? Because Linkin Park used to not be the negative image. I always thought of Linkin Park as that old band that everyone used to like. And yes, maybe they don't make that many good albums anymore because everybody knows that with the hunting party and like the last two albums they made, everyone kind of fell off. Right. That's fine. Whatever. Still respect the band. No problem. They make a shitty album now. The singer becomes a shitty person. And it's like they just keep asking for it. And, you know, the funny part is, is that I find it just to be Chester, too. Mm -hmm. Because it's not I don't hear anything else from, you know, the rest of the members. Right. So I feel like they're just like, oh, fuck, dude, this Chester guy's messing it up for everybody. (laughs) I guess in the end, they don't want to be forgotten. It's really easy to be forgettable with this album. I think that's why he's running his mouth. (laughs) Just remember the Chester Bennington era when at the time that they released a shitty album. Like, you know, it's like a package deal. Like, whenever you're listening to One More Light, there's no way you can listen to it and enjoy it. But not only that, also not think about the bullshit that Chester is saying about fans and about just people who listen to music in general. Like, he's not just calling out fans. He's calling out just anyone who hears this and doesn't like it. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. I think it's really funny. Like, who does he think he's scaring? Who is afraid of chester bennington like to say i'm gonna punch you in the mouth we'll go outside we'll go outside and i'll punch you in the mouth i would fucking love for chester bennington to try and do that right like chester's the kind of guy that you like see outside and you don't think of it as like an intimidating figure it's just like (laughs) oh that's fucking that's chester oh shit with a fucking and a name like that come on dude he's just bringing he's he's making himself look like an ass man no he really is one step closer to insanity. He really is. I completely agree. Can you imagine now, Jackson, you've seen me. You know what I'm like in person. Could you mm-hmm. imagine a punch from Chester Bennington to me would be like a paper cut? <laughs> it's true, man. I, I, you would you tower over him. You're like double his size. I guarantee it. Does he even lift, bro? <laughs> oh, God, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be as douchey as he is. If that's what you're trying to do, then you did really good at it. Because when you said that, I was like, oh, dude, that's such a Chester thing to say. Exactly. That's what I was trying for. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I got to get a cure for the itch, you know? I, Dude, I, I understand, man. I don't think we even called them sellouts, did we? No, we really didn't. We, we just gave them shit because they made awful music. Yeah, I think that's really all it is. So the other thing, by the way, is as you can tell, Jackson and I aren't upset or angry that Chester Bennington threatened to punch people in the mouth or call anyone a pussy. Like, that doesn't matter, obviously. What's funny, though, again, is he came out and apologized. Right, yeah, because the other stuff is just funny. But now when you're apologizing for the stuff that you're saying, you know, you're just, like, totally going against the Mr. Badass persona that you just put on, (laughs) you know, a week ago, you know? No, it's very true. And I just wish he would stick with what he means. Like, if he seriously wants to have fights with people that call him a sellout or don't like his music, I mean, there's going to be a huge-ass fucking line. But if that's what he wants to do, then that's completely fine with me. But why are you apologizing for it again? Because that's what I originally called him before when this happened. I called him a backtracking bitch because that's what he is. 
No, I completely agree, man. It, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, and then for him to think that no one will actually come up to him and say, hey, dude, you know, <laughs> why are you guys selling out or anything yeah. like that? Does he really think that people are going to be scared of him? I guess the only way that someone might be afraid is if he has the amount of bodyguards around him that he would have mm -hmm. if he's out in public. The newly acquired ones since the album release. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they got so much money from selling out. So, oh, oh shit, Chester. What did I say? Oh, no. I'm so fucking afraid. Ian, go outside your door. I'm telling you, Chester does not have the ovaries to come fucking fight me. <laughs> the ovaries. Yeah. And you know why I said that? Because I'm for equality. For some reason, Chester Bennington thinks he can call people pussies, and that's like a bad thing. And I just don't think <sighs> so. True. So instead of saying, hey, Chester, why don't you get the balls to come punch me in the mouth? I say, I bet you don't have the fucking ovaries to come punch me in the mouth. Damn, that's, you know, that's a, that's a really big move you just did there, Ian. I like that. Taking Thank you, a stand. Dude, I'm a fucking feminist. <laughs> Catch him outside. That's probably a well-worn joke by now. But it really was kind of perfect. It's exactly what I thought. And Jackson, I believe you were the one who said it when we were talking offline. Yeah, I know. It's, it's so funny how like he didn't catch on to that. Like When he actually goes on the internet and says they can catch me outside, it's like, dude, are you fucking serious? <laughs> like the timing, dude. Are you, I mean, come on. You're so fucking cheesy. I'm actually surprised there's no meme or video <laughs> where it just has his dumb face on her dumb face. <laughs> on her body yeah. <laughs> on like the Phil show <laughs> come on someone who's good with production and shit please get on that and send it to <laughs> Ian Hates Music please oh fuck that would be so gold dude I would put that everywhere I don't know man he's just a little punk bitch what are you gonna do like anyone could beat the shit yeah. out of Chester Bennington like good for him to like stand up and pretend to be somebody like that's fucking great but what I would be more impressed with is if he took the time, learned how to sing, and made a good album. Yeah. And, you know, w the worst part about this to me is, like, I can give three shits about Chester Bennington. But, like, to me, the worst part is that now I look at Linkin Park in a completely different way than I did before. And that is not because of the shitty album. <laughs> that is because of Chester. You know, like, they're front man. Right. No, for sure. And once again, I will state this for the record. I don't care what anyone says. I think everyone should be able to say whatever they want and they deal with the consequences. Don't apologize. Just don't apologize. If it's what you feel, man, just back it up. Don't exactly. go back on it. Yeah, just back it up. And by the way, I do want to mention as well that they failed in even selling out because I'm assuming that they wanted to make a great pop album, right? Right. You would think. You would think, right? Well, it just so happens... A song came along this week that blows away that entire album. Do you know what it is? Oh, no. Don't do this. I, I already know. Don't do, know. Do you? Yes, I do. I believe you. But for me, I just like to cut to the feeling.
<laughs> that little part is better than everything on that new Linkin Park album. I agree with you. And that is not a shock to most people because they know that I like all kinds of music. But I don't find it fair that when I listen to that music, if it's not Carly Rae Jemsen, you're going to make fun of me for it. The only reason this music speaks to me is because Carly Rae and I are destined to be together. Okay. And that's my shout out right now to Carly Rae. (laughs) Call me maybe. Oh, okay. That was a good one. Okay. Mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) That was a goosebump walk away, man. I like that one. Thank you. My ultimate dream is to meet Chester Bennington in an alleyway and have Carly Rae Jepsen coming down the same one and him try and punch me in the face, me knocking his teeth out, and then Carly Rae going, oh, Ian, my hero. And then we just fucking make love until the break of dawn, baby. Oh my god. I like pictured <laughs> Chester Bennington like trying to yank away her purse or something and then yeah. it's just fucking Ian comes down from like the rooftop. No. <laughs> fucking like slams your fist on the floor. <laughs> well no man. It's even worse than that. He tries to sing to Carly Ray. <gasps> Go for her ears. Yeah, exactly. It's the worst <laughs> thing he could possibly do. Alright, so now everyone knows my love of Carly Ray Jepsen. But that's fine. I'm okay with that. That's how I feel every time I like something that you, you don't like, like shitty music. That's not true. I, we are about to go on to the next you know, segment, and we're going to talk about all the music that we like together. So if I like it and you like it, that means we both like shitty music. So fuck off and let's go to the next segment so everyone can hear that. Mic drop. All right, Jackson, you calm yourself down because it is time for new songs. I'll try to keep calm, but as of now, yes, I am. So your favorite band of Mice and Men has released a new song called Back to Me. And by the way, they're doing now this 7-inch. I'm assuming it's going to have the um, the last song and this one on there. I guess guess that's why they're doing the 7-inch vinyl deal. And that's coming out June 30th on Rise Records. Ian, play the new track for everybody, please, would you? What's it called? It is called Back to Me. We get left behind in the fall. Fire emojis. <laughs> wait, 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 does that mean you like it? No, but go ahead. You don't like it? Say what you're going to say and then I'll say mine. I like it. I think it's really good. Uh, I don't think it's better than the last single they released, but I really still like it. I think it's a good song. It's really catchy. I really like Aaron's vocals. I love that it's not like this kind of like depressing vibe like Cold World because I know you're probably thinking, oh, this sounds like it belongs on Cold World because there's not as many screams in it. But to me, it doesn't carry the same vibe that Cold World does, even without the screams. So I really enjoyed it. And the music video is really cool to watch, too. So now we're back on track because I get to say, Jackson, you're absolutely wrong. <laughs> that is not what I thought. I don't think anything belongs on Cold World. 
so don't worry about that. I agree with you that this track is not as good as the last new one. There are no unclean vocals, and that does not mean that it's a bad track or anything, but this is a completely different direction than anything was on Cold World or that other album before, which I'm blanking on right now. Restoring Force. Yes. This is more of the kind of poppy, post-hardcore, alt-rock kind of genres. Mm -hmm. And I don't hate it or anything. I think it's fine. But I also don't really care for this direction for them either. I can agree with that. Like, this isn't the way I wanted it to go. Because, like, when I saw that they released a new song after what I heard last time, I was like, oh, shit, I'm ready to be blown away again. And... I just, whenever I was done, I was like, well, I like it. Yeah, but that's not nowhere near, you know, got me happy as it did with the last single. Right. You know, just based on this track alone, I'm still excited for new stuff. I think it's still good. I just I, I just got to hear more, I guess. We got to really know where My Men is going with their new sound and, you know, what they're going to do with the after Carlisle, you know, segment of their new ways. But nope. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. It's not my favorite. It's okay. They're definitely going a more poppy direction. And if that's what they want to do, that's fine. It's still a better direction than Cold World. 100%. Yeah. Next up, we've got Enter Shikari with Supercharge. And I don't think they have anything to announce yet, but they do have this new track. So let's take a listen. Now we redefine. We unify. We electrocute. We don't follow suit. We're going to All right, that's enough of that. Yeah, dude, that's shit. Look, I know they were changing their sound a lot, but that is not anywhere close to the direction I was hoping they were going for. And look, as people might know who listen to the show on a regular basis, Jax and I are both fans. We just went to see them live. Right. And this is not anything I would ever want to listen to. No, yeah, this is complete garbage. I I can't believe they even made this like it, it's kind of even hard to believe that enter shikari is down with making that crap like i i, I think if they want to make music like this they should start a side project or something <laughs> you know and rue can make this music if he wants but when it comes to enter shikari man and you don't even know if this is the new direction because the, their last single they released was it Ho- hoodwinker i think something like that yeah that was fucking good and that had actual, you know, real vocals. And I'm not going to say that this is bad because it has unclean vocals or not, because this isn't even clean vocals to me. I don't know what that is. That's just him talking in this trance with this weird ass shit and music going on in the background. Yeah, it's not the style that I want. And they have been moving to the style for a long time. So if that's what they want to do, that's fine. I got to see them live do Take to the Skies in its entirety. That's all that matters to me. So I'm fine now. Man, I hope they don't continue down this path because they might they might lose us. But as of right now, just just going to go with this track with shit. And I'm excited for more stuff because I want to hear good stuff. Next up, we've got Goldfinger with Put the Knife Away. They have a brand new album after nine years of being out of the scene. It's called The Knife, and it comes out June 21st on Rise Records. Let's take a listen.
haters out there, I just want to let you know how many times I had to tell Jackson that. <laughs> Put the knife away? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sure you did. I liked it, man. Look, Goldfinger or classic pop punk, I think they haven't changed much from before, which is good. I don't hear any cracks in their armor or anything. I like it. Yeah. No, I liked it too. It's really catchy too. You know, the song is actually really good. And But to me, like the thing that stands out the most is how identical um, the singer sounds just like Mark from Blink-182. I, I feel like they sound like the same exact person. And that's not because I'm sure it's something that they're going for. No, but, it's not. you know, they just sound the same. Yeah. I mean, a lot of pop punk bands do. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is like how the vocalist sounds oh, no, no. like Mark. I, I understand, but I could probably name other bands that sound very similar as well. Oh, yeah, name one. No. I'm not playing your game there, Jack. Jackson, put the knife what? away. Oh, I was like, you scared the shit out of me. I was like, what the fuck? What? You scared me, too. Like, oh, jeez. <laughs> it's away. It's away. Okay, all right. So on to some good stuff. The Gospel <laughs> Youth. And this is a band I don't think we've actually ever talked about on the show before. We have not. They're releasing a single called Moods Like English Weather. And this is going to be on their first album, always lose and that's on july 14th on rise and velocity records ian would you kindly you got it So Jackson, I have never heard of this band before, so I was very happy to get a chance to listen to this track. And after listening to it, I went back to listen to some of their previous material, and they've got a really good like Fallout Boy at the Foley Ado period of their music mixed with some Mayday Parade. And I really like the way it's coming out. Yeah, I completely agree. And I did the same exact thing you did, mm-hmm. where like I heard this song. And then I went back and heard all their other stuff. And I was like, wow, this isn't a good single. This is actually a good band that we found. And I really do believe that this band is going to blow whenever this <laughs> album comes out. And, I, and when I mean blow, I mean like blow up. Okay, not that they're going to like suck. You know what I mean? Yes, but that's why I'm laughing is because you left such a huge pause in between. Oh, I'm immature. <laughs> I really, really like this band, and I am really looking forward to this album. Me too. And next up, we got 18 Visions releasing another new song, this one being called The Disease, The Decline, and Wasted Time. And this is going to be on their self-titled album, 18, which comes out on June 2nd on Rise Records. Ian, would you please be nice to me and just play the song so we can hear it? Maybe.
Oh my god, <laughs> that sounded good. I could probably work on that later, but I love that fucking track. Oh yeah, I did too. And this one is way more lengthy than the other <laughs> singles they've been releasing. It's I think it's like the first one above like two minutes and fifteen seconds long. It's like four minutes and fifty seconds. It's great. Yeah, and it's actually really good too. And they actually, it actually contains even more than three sentences of lyrics. So like just all together. It's a really good track and another reason to get me excited for this album. You're such an elitist, Jackson. Oh my gosh, Ian. Not everyone has to talk good all the time. Man, sorry. I didn't mean to push anything, you know. Don't make me meet you outside and punch you in the mouth. Gross. Ew. (laughs) Chester, we don't need any more of that. That is true. We need none of that. Ain't no one got time for that. (laughs) Ain't nobody got time for that. Are we just memeing it up over here? I hope so. I hope we get tons and tons of memes. (laughs) okay what i want and maybe it'll never happen because i'm saying i want it but i remember when so many people used to tweet at what's his name that we've completely forgotten about on the show oh fuck i don't know that guy from amur oh uh frankie yeah remember when people used to tweet at him about us and what we were saying about him and like all this kind of stuff and he used to search out the tweets and like like him and shit i need people to send this stuff to chester Ooh, that'd be cool Wait, why would it be cool? Because <laughs> I would love to see Chester Bennington, a.k.a. Mr. Catch Him Outside, liking stuff that's about us. Oh, that would be hilarious. Yeah, that would make my day. It's pretty easy to make you happy, isn't it? It is. I- I'm-, I'm a pretty positive guy. It takes a lot to get me down. <laughs> that's a good way to be, man. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let's go on to the next one. We've got Fear and Wonder with The Only Way featuring Trevor Wentworth of Our Last Night. Their new full-length album is going to come out later on this year. Let's take a listen. yeah hell yeah man that was really good i i loved it i already like this band but this will be their debut album so i'm really looking forward to if they continue the trend from this track or not because i've been waiting for a long time for this and i hope they knock it out of the park yeah i know i completely agree and i didn't know that this was actually their debut album because i've heard 
Fear and Wonder before. I actually saw them live like two years ago at So What. So I would, I guess I just assumed that they already had, you know, an album out. But I'm just excited for this because if it's like this, man, I, I love it. I think they have an EP or two out, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe an older album that they kind of don't want people to listen to anymore. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Hey, it's possible. That I'm mistaken? No. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so conceited. <laughs> it's the character, Jackson. No, I agree. Okay. You, you got you to gotta keep on going. You got to keep on keeping on, as they say. Oh, is that what they say? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Next up. We've got Municipal. There, Mu, Municipal. Yeah, I was about to say it's Municipal. Municipal. Municipal Waste with Slime and Punishment. Their new album, Slime and Punishment, comes out June 23rd on Nuclear Blast Records. Let's take a listen. Slime and punishment. Ew, this is awful, Ian. Shut up. No, it's bad. How were you not fucking moving your head? Come on. I was, yeah, like I was like doing no, like no signs of my head, just shaking it. Oh, Jackson, sometimes I just don't know about you. It's so bad. It's like garage thrash metal slime and punishment, Ian. Slime and punishment. You are are so elitist. So elitist. What is wrong with some raw fucking rock, man? A little bit it's of thrash, okay. a little bit of punk, slime and punishment, baby. I mean, dude, I like raw rock as much as the next guy, but now when it's bad, and then, I mean, slime and punishment, that is so stupid to me. Oh. Slime and punishment. I get it. I get it now. You're just mad that they stole the title of your porn. <laughs> what? <laughs> the fact that that could go with the name of a porn means that it's just bad. Well, like, not what the hell? Not a porn. Your porn. Okay, Ian. The <laughs> fact that it can be correlated with my porn means that it's bad. Oh, Jackson. All right, all right. Why don't you introduce the next track then? Thank you, and I promise you it has nothing to do with fucking slime. <laughs> but anyways, we got Broadside releasing their new song, Paradise. And this is going to be on the album, Paradise, which drops on June 16th on Victory Records. Play this good stuff for me, buddy. Close your eyes and use your head 
Killing that pop punk, yo. Yes, yes. This band is killing pop punk. I love this. This is really, really good. And it just continues the trend that almost every single, or no, actually every single release from this album has been amazing. And we've both loved it. And it's just getting me excited as shit for this album. Yeah, man. I am really looking forward to the album. Plus, I get to see them live on motherfucking Saturday. Oh, do you really? With who? Real friends, baby. What, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's going to be good. It's like my third time seeing Broadside Live, I think. Oh, I've never seen them live. That's You're lucky. They really kill it. They really do. So, I am very much looking forward to the album, too. June 16th can't come quick enough. I agree. I also realize I'm saying baby a lot. I guess that's the word of the day for me, apparently. This show is your baby, Ian. You can say that word as much as you want. Oh, so many bad jokes to make. (laughs) Jackson, do you want to piss some people off? I do. I really do. All right. I'm going to play a track for you from one of my past favorite comedians. He does comedic songs. Oh, like parodies? No, no, no. Like original comedy songs. Oh, okay. So I know I have a terrible sense of humor. I can laugh at everything possible. That's just the way I am. And you'll actually hear this later on. I'm going to save the announcement till the end of the show. So you can look forward to that. But when you said that the show is my baby, I thought of this track. Oh, gosh. Okay, let's hear it. So this is Stephen Lynch with the track For the Ladies. (laughs) This one's for all the ladies out there. You might want to save those woos. I kissed you on the cheek Good night, my love, I say You turned to me and smiled A baby's on the way And then you drift asleep To dream of life anew And I lie wondering Just what I should do could kick you in the stomach and catch you unawares I could swear to God you accidentally fell that flight of stairs When I tell you that I love you I will look you in the eye As I slowly slide the hanger up your thigh As I said, that one's for the ladies. That still makes me laugh every time. When he said that last line <laughs> yes. of the hang of your thigh, like I wish you could have seen my face. Like my jaw just like dropped. Like I didn't no. even laugh or anything. Right. I was just like shocked. You like, were shocked. What? I can tell you now, I think he still does comedy. He went off and did Uh, actual Broadway he did the wedding singer for like years but he has multiple comedy albums that are fucking hysterical I've seen him do that song live three or four times and every single time I don't watch him do the song I watch the audience because it's exactly what you said and that's why I left in the crowd reaction at the end of that track as well because it is just so like visceral (laughs) people did not expect that whatsoever 
that's good comedy though because like you don't just you know laugh at something cheesy or nothing like he set something up that was just left everyone just like oh fuck like yep. that was really good that was that was awesome i enjoyed the shit out of that. nice i'm glad and i hope what's his name steven lynch got it and i hope that I've opened up some other people to him as well because he really does have some great albums. Start at the beginning and just work your way up because he put out one album that's like not comedy, so don't start with that one. But go back because he is a really talented guitar player as well. But his songs are so well written and so well structured that those type of jokes come out of nowhere and Mm -hmm. it just shocks you and it just makes you really just have a hearty laugh. Yeah, no, that delivery was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, so good. So anyway, so I'm glad I got to share that with people. But let's move on to a song that I know Jackson and I were jamming probably every day, right? Would that be safe to say? A hundred percent. Ten times a day, for sure. And that is Ice Nine Kills with their new track, Enjoy Your Slay. You get it? S-L-A-Y. Enjoy Your Slay. And if you remember, we plugged this a bunch of times on the show, probably a couple months ago, right? Yeah, that's when they did their Twitter poll, and we announced the poll. So, And we said, unlike a presidential election, we said who we voted for, mm-hmm. and that was the track that was going to be about The Shining by Stephen King, and that is the one that won. So yep. congratulations, Stephen King. Well done. Very nice. I was actually going for um, American Psycho, but I'm You're like, off totally the show. cool with this. No, 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 don't do that. I love this. Like, not just because the song. I love The Shining and everything. I just really wanted to hear American Psycho because Bates will tell was going on or it was going on at the time. So I was like on the whole, you know, yeah. Bates kick. Yeah, but you've been saying the wrong name, just so you know. You just want to say Psycho, not American Psycho. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think the book is American Psycho or something like that. No, no, no. There's a Psycho and there's an American Psycho. Both were books before the movies. Oh, shit, my bad. I said the wrong name. But that's you know okay. What I mean. No, no, I just wanted people to know. I'm not even making fun of you for it because it's an easy mistake to make. I wish they'd actually make an American Psycho song. Yeah, no, I I wish they did both, and I honestly thought that they were. I just thought it would make like people get excited to see like the voting and, you know, have people like have a say in it. Mm-hmm. But like how much of a surprise would it have been if they just released two new songs? Bam. But again, I'm totally cool with it. This is fucking awesome. Well, This is where we question because we're going to bring up a deluxe album that came out this week in our review session, but we also obviously talked about some deluxe stuff last week, you know, barring Blink-182 because they basically put out like a brand new album, but something like Fire from the Gods and other bands that put out those deluxe editions that just have two new tracks or something. Ice Nine Kills could have done that. They could make continuations or quote-unquote sequels for every trick in the book and put out deluxe edition if i were them i'd book a couple live shows where they're gonna do every trick in the book front to back and i do an entire live album and then add on like three new tracks including this one and put that out as a deluxe edition you know cd slash dvd slash blu-ray whatever and i think that would be unique and something people would really want to buy I completely agree, man. That deluxe album with them just adding more stories to every trick in the book, plus a tour where they can set up like a storytelling kind of vibe. Like, you know how they just did the Hell in the Hallways where they made every venue look like a prom kind of thing? Right. Imagine them setting up like a storytelling, maybe campfire kind of vibe. And it's just Spencer and the band telling all these, you know, past horror classics like I see what, like, the vision that you're putting out is, like, awesome, and I wish they went with that route, but 
this is this is good too. But the deluxe definitely does make sense. If Spencer ever returned my calls, I would let him know these things. <laughs> of course. We haven't even played the track yet, so why don't we get to that? Yeah, let's do that. We and, just love it so much. By the way, I am going to fast forward to the part that we all know we want to hear. So. Oh, of course. <laughs> I had to leave it on for that part. Of course you did, man. Holy shit, what a track. It's the little things. Like, they even mention Room 217. It's just, I love that shit. And it's one of my favorite tracks that isn't even on the album. And it's a bonus track. No, I, I completely agree. It might even be one of my favorite Ice Nine Kills songs, period. And I really do believe that. Nice, man. We can only hope there's more to come. I don't know what they're doing, but... I fucking love this track. I love what they're doing, and I hope they continue. Same here, man, of course. And next up, we got Ocean's 8 Alaska releasing their first new song since their brand new vocalist, Jake Noakes. I think and so. And this song is called Convert. Ian, play it, please. I like this track, man. I do too. I think it's a really, really good song. Very different, but good. Yeah, I think that's a big thing to note. It is really, really different than their previous material. They have way more clean vocals in this than they ever have. Also, 
the vocals in general are very different because if you remember their previous work, they would have that kind of deathcore, wailing high kind of scream that would go right. back and forth. Now they don't have that at all. They kept the low growls, but now they have more clean vocals and they don't have those wails. So I'm assuming that that was from their previous vocalists and now the new guy wants to take things in a new direction, but I like it. Yeah, I really like it too. And of course, the technical work and, you know, all the instrumental work is the exact same. Like, it is definitely original Ocean Day Alaska. The only thing that really changed is the vocals. I mean, the clean vocals are actually really good. Yeah. Like, I really, really enjoy them. So that's a plus, which is something they never really did before. It's very rare. Think, yeah, exactly. And, you know, the unclean vocals, they're really good. I don't think they're as good as their previous vocalists, but I feel like... You know, yeah, they might not be as good, but you also get clean vocals out of it. So it's like a win-win kind of thing. And, you know, they get to do a lot more stuff now with their music that maybe they didn't have a chance to do before. So, again, it's very different than previous stuff, but I still really, really like it. Yeah, I'm very interested to see what direction they're going and if they continue in this one or if this was kind of a one-off. I'm not exactly sure. We shall see. Next up. We've got the band Shatterproof, who announced this week that they signed with Revival Recordings and they have their debut new single, So Punk. Now, they don't have an announcement for when an album's coming out, but at least we get this new track, so let's take a listen. Jackson I like it man I think it's really good big plus for revival again I agree I think they sound a little bit like a pierce the veil meets signal the escape meets like like an early icy stars almost but without all yeah. the auto-tune <laughs> yeah for sure without the auto-tune <laughs> so yeah I'm looking forward to this and I don't think that revival recordings is able to make incorrect decisions I completely agree, man. I am just falling more in love with Revival every time they sign somebody else. Absolutely. So hopefully a new album will be coming soon. But until then, if new tracks are coming, we'll be playing them. Next up, another band that signed with another record label. This is Cold Black, who just signed with Artery Recordings. And they just put out their debut title track, Circles, with the new album coming out on August 18th. Let's take a listen. No one, no one's gonna save you from the walls that we are. Sit down, relax as we tear you, as we tear you apart. When the walls come out, let them dance in circles. Let them run till the morning comes When we come around Lock yourselves in cages And pray for the morning to come 
they definitely have a touch of the bring me the horizons <laughs> for sure that was one of the first things i caught from that but it's fucking good though yeah i like it as well they're a metalcore band from a different country and i'm blanking on where they're from right now but i like this signing and i'm looking forward to seeing what they put out yeah same here and last we got hundredth releasing another new track this one's called hole and again this is going to be on their new album rare which is dropping june 16th on hopeless records ian please I think that's my favorite single of what they've released so far. It's mine for sure. So I'm actually really glad you said that because I thought you were already like getting lost in the singles. Like, oh, fuck it. It all just sounds the same. Here's the difficult part because I really do like 100th a lot. I once again fully support their desire to do something different than what they were doing before. My issue right now is just that it's a little bit harder to tell the difference between what they're doing now compared to what they're doing now. There's lots of difference between what they were doing then and what they're doing now. But back then, I could tell you the different hundredth songs. This one, if you just played a random hundredth song from the four singles that they released, I wouldn't be able to tell you which one's which. Damn, that hurts me. <laughs> why I love it, this shit. Why does it hurt you? Look, but I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying that there's clearly, though, in my opinion... If we played an album like this for reviews in metalcore or post-hardcore or whatever and tracks sounded like that, you'd say, wow, this whole album sounds similar the whole entire way through. I understand. I get it. It, it, it really can. I don't know. I just fucking really love this new direction, but I'm not going to let that blind me from what, you know, reality. Like, it is true what you're saying. So I agree. But we're definitely going to be listening to it. June 16th, we're going to go over it on the show. I hope that I'm wrong. Maybe my ears just right now, they're so full of Linkin Park and shit like that. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that I'm just not processing music the way I should be. So I will obviously be listening to the album on repeat. And hopefully I love it because I really like the band. So I don't want to hate it, that's for sure. Oh, and fun fact, I remember last time we talked about, um, you know, the new track where, I was, you know, my main issue was that how do they do this live? You know, like it's going to be weird seeing the mix. And I read an interview that they put out today with where they said how from now on they're just playing this music now. Like they're not playing their old stuff anymore. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I found that really interesting because, well, first it answered my question. And second, you know, like they're really this isn't just like an experiment thing. Like they're sticking to this from now on 
and forever. Like they're completely ditching all their old songs. Yeah, that sucks for fans. That's for sure. Yeah, it really does. And, you know, like, yeah, I like the new music, but fuck, I fell in love with 100th for their old stuff, you know? No, it's very true. But hey, they're doing what they want to do and we should be happy for them, right? Yep. All right, man. That is the end of new songs. So it is time to go to our favorite part of the show. Let's get to reviews. Hey. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, look, we're going to blow through some of these because we really don't have a lot to say about them. Yeah, it's the most sensical way to go about this with everyone not getting bored of hearing us talk about shit that we're not in love with. So Exactly. So let's start with patent pending other people's greatest hits on Rude Records. This is a pop punk pop whatever you want to call it, band, and it's a cover album. Obviously, from the title, Other People's Greatest Hits, you could probably tell that. For me, I just... So my issue now is I really don't listen to any new pop songs, so I don't really know any of the new covers that are out. And when it's just a basic punk cover that's more pop punk, it doesn't really change that much for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I completely agree. If there's no, like, getting a pop song and turning it into some heavy-ass, you know, screaming track that is literally the polar opposite of what, you know, the pop song is. Right. Like, that's when it's interesting and it's fun. And, you know, you see a different, you know, a uh, different way of looking at it. But when it's just punk, it's like, it's basically just a dumbed-down version. Well, not really dumbed no, down. No, there's more a, talent in it. Right. Yeah, that's why when I said that, I was like, well, it's not dumb, but it's not totally different. You know, in like a way that it's like, oh, shit, I got to hear in this way. Because it's still pop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I want to hear some pop songs being screamed. Right. But, you know, whenever they're just saying, it's like, oh, okay, I mean, it's cool. But, you know, it's not something you revisit. Right. Next up, we have Joy in Motion, Falling Out EP. And it's an independent release. So this band is definitely pop rock. And really, it's just too poppy for us to talk about on the show. Like, it's better than the Linkin Park album, but we're still not going to talk about this. I love how that's the new median that you're using. Oh, yeah. One other thing I guess I can say is on their first track, he says, Hush Girl. And it just reminds me of that 3OH3 song. (laughs) That's a pop song I remember. I like how you say the H. Why? What am am I not supposed to? It's just 303. What's the H there for, then? Well, it's because you know how I said 303? The O isn't like just the letter O. It's like the word O. Like it's 3-O-H-3. Well, that's the word O. So it's 303. And then the exclamation point. So it's like 303, which is stupid. I like, I don't listen to them, but you know, I know that. <laughs> sure. No, I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to like at the end be like, <laughs> Look, oh, you know how to know say their name like. and all. You know how to say it like phonetically. <laughs> Fuck off. Shush, girl. Shut your lips. Do the hell and Keller and talk with your hips. I said, shush, girl. Shut your lips. Do the hell and Keller and talk with your hips. I said, shush, girl. Shut your lips. Do the hell and Keller and talk with your hips. 
I can't believe I just heard that song on this show. I couldn't help it. Hey, that's a great fucking line. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, oh, yeah. Sarcasm there? <laughs> yeah, just, just a tad. Just a tad? Okay. Next up, we've got Beartooth with the deluxe edition of Aggressive on Red Bull Records. I, I guess the only thing I really have to say about this is really just cool to get the documentary. Uh, when it comes to songs, uh, they added you know two acoustic songs to it. I even forgot which acoustic songs they covered. Do you remember them? Not off the top of my head, but one of them was Hated. Yeah, and, and like it's cool, but I don't think every song needs to be acoustic. I don't think it's going to make it fun to listen to. Like I heard it once and I was like, oh, okay, I heard it acoustic now, but it's nothing like, whoa. Well, I would say those two acoustic tracks were very good. It's not worth an entire new album. You know what I mean? It's right. not worth that, but they're two very good acoustic tracks. I also personally very much enjoyed the live version of King of Anything because I really do love that track. So that was nice to hear live. But really for people to know this, I don't know why anyone would just listen to a live track in general when you can listen to the actual produced track the way that they wanted it to be. But you can buy this album and you get those tracks. But what I recommend is go get one of their deluxe bundles or whatever and get the DVD version of the hometown show that has like 14 tracks on it or something like that. Get that. If you like watching live bands and maybe you haven't been able to see Beartooth Live or maybe you were at that show, then pick that up. But other than that, I don't really know why you would buy this album. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, there's not so much that they're really like breaking the news with. I mean, it's not a new track, which is something that most bands do when they release a deluxe. You know, they add like a track or two. But other than that, I, I couldn't see myself purchasing this just for the album itself. The difference for this is... It's a great fucking album already. So if for right. some reason you don't have it, then now go pick it up. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a good way to look at it. If you haven't heard it, man, go buy it now like this. Next up, we've got At the Wayside, The Breakdown and The Fall on Indie Vision Music. So these guys are pop punk and vocals, but more easy core when it comes to the guitar riffs. Yeah, that's probably the best way you can word it because I didn't really know how to you know like label this band and i know it's it's like well don't label them but it's like i wanted to say easy core when you first started but it's like no it's not it's it's just like you said it's like the instrumental is easy core but the vocals are completely punk and it was actually really cool to listen to and it was refreshing and it was new to me at least but you know nonetheless it was fun yeah it's not a bad album this is a little bit new because normally when you get easy core you get the pop punk with the unclean vocals or you get pop punk and you get the pop punk vocals and you don't get the uncleans. That's how it normally works. This one has the clean vocals with the aggressive guitars, but the whole time I'm expecting to hear some unclean vocals and I'm not getting it. Right. Yeah, that's basically what it is. But I mean, it was still good, you know, and, and like you said, it was new and that kind of made it even more enjoyable to listen to because it's not something you can just compare to something else. Well, let's play a little bit of this so people know what we're talking about. Here's how we live.
See, the whole time I was thinking, unclean vocals there. Unclean vocals there. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I felt, man. I was missing them, man. I was missing them. So go ahead, check them out. They're not a bad band by any means. It just was missing something for me. Yeah, no, I agree. Next up, we have In Heart's Wake with Ark on Rise Records. Jackson, take it away. I really, really, really loved this album. I have been playing this album on repeat since the night it came out, and I'm just blown away by them because I've been a pretty... Mm, I've been an okay in Hearts Wake fan since the beginning. You know, I've <laughs> always kept track of them, you know, and I kind of like tune in and now, you know, I'll listen to some and then I'll like completely forget about them. I feel like Ark is the one that finally like grabbed me and it's going to keep me in. I love the concept. You know, th- th- they, I read this interview where they were talking about how they called it Ark and they have the word Ark in different languages spread all around the album cover. And basically like what they're talking about in general is water. And like how it unites us and how it divides us at the same time and how important it is to like take care of what you put in the water. And then, of course, the water that we drink and just like how water is a part of our everyday lives without sometimes you even really taking notice of it. You know, it's kind of just life in general. And they made it a really big deal to spread, you know, that subject. And, you know, in celebration of them releasing the album, they even got fans and then then themselves went to beaches and, you know, picked up trash from the sand and cigarette butts and all that stuff. And like, if that's what you're doing in celebration of your album release, that's something that I can back up whether you like the music or not. And, you know, I mean, and then at the same time, every song on this album to me was just really, really good. There was a lot of bangers. There was a lot of, you know, songs that were just like soft, but yet they still were really catchy. And, I you know, the vocal presence in this album was awesome to me. And I just enjoyed it from beginning to end. I guess that's where it kind of lost me is that they had made this about Coke Zero. It would have connected with me a little bit more. I do not get that. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I was just saying that I drink more soda than water. Oh, no, that's true. And you need to change that, though. No, man, it's so good. No, I know, but Come you got to drink water. Coke Zero, man. come and sponsor the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the sponsor, but I'm drinking more water. You can just give me lots of Coke Zero for free. I'd be fine with it. Okay. Here's the deal. First of all, they're a very charitable band, and I'm not going to take anything away from them because I've looked up things they've done. They really do like not only helping people, but the environment as well. And the thing you were talking about, it's actually called We Are Waterborne and In Heart's Wake initiative. And it was to clean up the polluted waterways in Australia because that's where they're from. And it not only helps Australia, but it helps everywhere because the ocean is all around Australia. So it helps to clean all that for everyone and it helps for everyone to do that stuff. So I'm certainly not going to take away from their message or for the good that they do for people. I, on the other hand, as opposed to you, where you listen to the album over and over again, because you liked it so much, I kept listening to it to see what I was missing. Hmm. And that's the issue is, I thought this was extremely formulaic. I didn't hear anything different from their previous albums or anything in the generic metalcore scene. So for me, that was difficult. Also, I am not a fan of their vocals whatsoever. I don't like either the clean or the uncleans. So even though, look, and I know that sounds harsh, It's not a bad album. I know maybe it sounds more like I was going in that direction. It's not a bad album, but it's it's cookie cutter. It's nothing that I would ever need to go back to. And I'm a little surprised at you, Jackson, because 
this is the kind of stuff that we talk about all the time. Like this is no different other than they're more of a name than other bands when we're like, they haven't done anything different. And this is their fourth full length album. Uh, but I don't think it sounds like their other stuff. Like I, I really don't because there was something about this one that actually got me that their other stuff doesn't. And that's because it sounds different. It's not as like chanting as your other stuff. Oh, I don't know, opinion. man. And I forget the names of some of the other ones, but this seemed like a combination of like, especially like two of them. I don't know. I know there are very mixed feelings about this album for sure. Some people think it's really great the direction they're going in. Other people think it's cookie cutter and, you know, the same formula for regular old generic metalcore bands. I hate to say that, but that's how I feel. No one cares what you feel. No, I'm just kidding. No, no one I... cares what you like. <laughs> I No, I, I totally understand. And again, it's... It's all perspective, and, you know, I really like it. You really don't. You think it's cookie cutter. You know, but the only thing I don't get is that maybe you could think that it sounds like their other stuff, but I don't see how it could be cookie cutter to other metalcore bands. Like, I I feel like it's way different in a way. Like, I know you got your unclean and you got your cleans, but the way that they deliver the unclean and cleans are both completely different to me. It's, It's more, like, raw and, like, in your face kind of ways and like the clean vocalist like no one sounds like him and i feel like a lot of metalcore bands have that same whiny unclean or clean kind of you know way of delivering their stuff and i feel like they don't do that at all yeah i don't agree but (laughs) that's okay jackson because you like it what track would you like to play i think i'm gonna go with nomad right man that clean vocalist is definitely different he needs to clear his throat and then he'll be able to really hit those notes what what's wrong (laughs) with his voice you're insane probably and lastly we have the band create to inspire with their album sickness on basic records (laughs) basic spelled wrong but i like that though i like the way they spelled it b-a-s-i-c-k interesting so this is a post-hardcore band from the UK. They are very melodic. And I really, really enjoyed this album. But what I will say, the difference between this and In Heart's Wake is when I started listening to this album, I was like, it's good, but there's really nothing special about it. They seem to be doing the same thing as a lot of other bands are doing. But as I continued to listen, every track made me more excited for the next track. So it's not like they're breaking the mold on anything they're doing. They're just doing it really fucking well. That's how I felt as well. And I'm really glad we're going to be able to agree with everything on this album. Hooray. Because 
Hooray. <laughs> Hooray. But no, you're like completely right. Because in am. this kind of melodic, shut up. <laughs> in this kind of melodic hardcore genre that they're in, it's really, really easy to sound the same like the other bands. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do that because they have the same style. But like you said, they actually do it really, really fucking good. Like they deliver it perfectly almost and this is the first time i've ever heard of the band create to inspire this is the first time i've ever heard a song by them i mean everything i didn't even know this album was in the works you know it came out so you know i always see you know the new album list and i you know i you know i checked this out and i was like oh shit this is really fucking good and something good that i feel like we discovered and that is awesome I know the band, they've had a couple of EPs, I believe. I remember their EP from 2016. It was called Home is Where My Heart Dies. And I remember liking that. So this is their debut full-length album. And I think they did a really good job with it. So I'm glad you liked it as well. Let's play a little bit so people understand what we're talking about. Yep. Let's go with Adjust. Fuck yeah. That's fucking good, man. I love it. Me too, man. I think people should definitely check this out. And I'm really looking forward to more music from them. I'm hoping they come and tour somewhere in the States as well. That'd be great. Preferably near me somewhere. Yeah, hopefully, you know, actually towards me and not to Ian, you know, because I feel like that'd be a really good live show, you know, in a good (laughs) old town like Dallas. I mean, just, you know, I would hate for, you know, Ian to see them in a shitty city. So we'll just save you the time. Well, that is true. I mean, Jackson, you are correct. <laughs> Though, when did you start knowing what good music is? You're a fucking dick. Oh, <laughs> oh! All my life, Ian. Mic drop. You. When you started doing this show? No, shut up. You put me on the show for a reason, and that's because you knew I fucking knew good music before I got on. Here. No, I did it as an experiment so I could figure out if I could get you to listen to good music. Oh, fuck off. That's what this was. It was more like a charitable kind of event. You know, oh, yes. the youth find good shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so everyone, once again, that's Create to Inspire Sickness on Basic Records. So we have some major albums coming out on June 2nd. So everyone look forward to this because it's going to be fun. 18 Visions, Obey the Brave, 68, Miss May I, Idola, 
and House versus Hurricane, plus whatever else we might find. But right there, I can already tell there's some albums we're going to fucking love. Oh, yeah, we got a really good list coming up, which is something we haven't been able to say for a while. But right now, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that Jackson has a live show to talk about. Oh, you damn right. If you think we're going to kiss your ass just to get a good review in your magazine, well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous poser, wannabe writer, candy-ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass, Jeremy! Shove it up your ass! So review that, Einstein! Take it away, Jackson. Well... First, I'm going to give a very big thank you to Ian, which is something... What? Me? Yeah, I know. For what? Well, I mean, I hate to do this stuff because then Ian feels good, gets to his head, his ego gets (laughs) even bigger, and then I have to fucking deal with it on the show and you guys get to enjoy by hearing it. And I go on with it. So Uh Capsize, um, they did a thing where they posted on Twitter saying, retweet this um, to get free tickets to the Dallas show. And I did not see this. And Ian actually added me in that tweet so that I could see it, so that I can retweet it and get a chance to see one of the bands that we love and even got to have a conversation with, mm-hmm. which is Capsize. And I retweeted it, and I fucking won the competition, which yeah. is, yeah, it's fucking awesome. That's a big win for, for not only me, but for the show. So that was really cool. And I got to fucking go see Capsize, not only, you know, for free, which is something I, you know, couldn't do before because of, you know, money, and that's how America works. and. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because uh, other countries are like, go to these free concerts. No, fuck <laughs> off. I'm saying that you got to have money to have fun sometimes. <laughs> Anyways, so it's a really good lineup. It was Idola, it was Capsize, it was Hail the Sun. Now, there was a problem, Uh-oh. but it got good. All right. I didn't plan to go to a concert that day. I was at work, and I was scheduled to stay later. And I found out at work that I was going to be able to go to this show, which is fine. You know, I left at a reasonable time. I was able to get there, but I got there very late. And I got there literally like 10 minutes before Capsize came on. Oh, man. Yeah, that was, I mean, it it sucks that I got to miss, you know, the prior bands. But the main reason I wanted to go was Capsize anyways. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't like too bummed about it. I just really wish I could have saw the other bands that I've never even seen before live. So it would have been interesting to see and then i could have brought us to the show to talk about it but, but nonetheless i got to see fucking capsize and i mean ian you saw them when we saw them at so what together was that the first time you've seen them no i believe i've seen them before okay well they killed it at an outdoor event yep which was the first time i saw them live and now i got to see them in a very small but very nice venue and mm-hmm. it's like a you know like a bar with a stage kind of venue where it's like real all tight and you know packed in right and it was just fucking incredible. They absolutely killed it. The crowd reaction was insane. I mean, they really know how to get a pig going because that's just what their music does. Oh, yeah. And Daniel is an amazing artist that really knows what the fuck he's doing. You know what I mean? Very true. And, dude, he, he just they just absolutely destroyed it, man. I love Capsize. Every time you see them live, it just makes you fall in love with them even more. And his, his vocal talent, whenever he's on stage... Is just awesome. It is the same live, just as it is, you know, when you're listening to it on your phone or on anything. And that's something rare in our scene. And that's really cool. And, you know, I just had a really good time. And, and I hate to say it again, but I guess I got to give thanks <laughs> to Ian for that. Well, look, you know, you know, after what Daniel said and what the band Capsize said, 
when we did that conversation with him and he spread the word about it afterwards, we just became such good friends that it just made sense that he would give you tickets to see them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, I do want to mention Daniel is an awesome guy. Not only was it great to talk to him in that Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition, but they were one of those bands that did a personalized message on each one of their social media outlets when they shared the conversation with everyone. And it was just so ridiculously awesome. Do you remember that? Yeah, it's incredible. Not everyone does that for us. No, and it's awesome when a band does that. And it was so genuine and stuff too. So, I mean, we're already big fans. We were big fans no matter what they did. But it was just awesome for that to happen. And I am going to see Capsize next week. Oh, hell yeah, man. That's Now I get to hear how you say it. Talk about them too. And I guarantee you'll get to see Daniel. I did not get to, unfortunately. Wait, what do you mean? I didn't get to meet Daniel. Oh, oh, well, I don't know if he comes out and does merch booth stuff. Oh, well, yeah, hopefully I mean, he does for you. Yeah, I mean, I will definitely go say hey and pick up some merch for sure. That's what I do. But I'm also looking forward to seeing Idola as well. Yeah, I was really bummed out about missing them, especially with the whole new album coming out and stuff. Yep. I thought that would be really cool. If they're as good live as their music is right now, then hopefully they'll have one of the albums and I'll be able to pick it up. Yeah, that'd be sick. But yeah, I'm very much looking forward to seeing Daniel and Capsize, and I'm glad you got a chance and it worked out for you. That was awesome. Yeah, no, it's it's not every day that I get to go do something like that on short notice. And fuck, I'm going to say one more time, thank you, Ian. (laughs) That's what I was fishing for. That's what I was fishing for. Yeah, yeah, you're being way too nice there. It was very uncharacteristic. The spice of life is switching shit up, you know? No, yeah, okay. For now. Yeah, do you feel better now? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. It is time to move on to Breakdown from the Past. All right, everyone. It is Breakdown from the Past time. This has now become a competition on Ian Hates Music. Jackson. You are one in five, so... No, I'm one and oh. <laughs> Since the competition started. Oh, yeah. The next week after you got like four bands wrong, and then you decided to start it the week after. I remember now. Okay, good. So, Jackson, try me out. What do you got? Every week, man, I just get fucking nervous. Okay, here I go. You ready? Here I go again. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Is that the band? Is that the band no. that you were going to choose? Okay. The band that I am picking is Close Your Eyes. Hmm. I'm... Hmm, hold on. I'm almost certain. No, because I, I could have sworn I did Valleys as my song when I did that. I don't think so, man. I am pretty sure when I did it for Breakdown in the Past that I played Valleys. And I'm not fucking Look, with man. you. Just because you know the band and you know what's wrong. No, that's not it. I mean, you've done it. That is not it because I'm pretty sure I did this as a two-parter. Dude, that's awesome. You know all this stuff, but we didn't do this. I Look, you weren't even on the show possibly. Oh, well, that doesn't count. How am I supposed to know? I wasn't listening to you that much before I was on the show. You just hurt my feelings. No, but it shouldn't hurt your feelings, man. I love the show so much. I came fucking on here, man. Come on. Don't do that. I probably started listening about... I'd say two or three I know weeks. exactly when you started listening. Whoa. You started listening after the Convictions interview. Yes. 
I am fairly, fairly sure that I did this band on the show before. So I personally think you should get a loss here. Do you think, when you say you're fairly certain you did this, do you think you did this while I was on the show or before? I think First if it was all, before, it shouldn't count. Okay, that's not how things have ever worked. It's well, always no, been. How am I supposed to know? You were supposed to look the things up and find out. I'm supposed to listen to every episode before I was on. All you would have to do is go through those episodes and skip to breakdown from the past and then just see what we did. Uh, if you uh, cared about the show, Jackson, that is oh, what you don't would do. Pull that shit. If dude, you cared about your record, bad. because now you're like one in seven. Look, if you really want to do the record, I'm actually like one in 20, but we'll, I'll take one in seven. <laughs> All right. Do you want to talk about this band? Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to talk about this band since I know this is going to be the first time that we do a uh, breakdown from the past for this band. Nope. So I'm going to treat it as so. This is a band called Close Your Eyes. They've released two EPs, two albums. The first one being We Will Overcome. Their second being called empty hands and heavy hearts which are both very fucking good albums and then they also have i forgot their yeah other album line in the sand yeah which see, is normal people would say they have three albums oh and then gosh, they would list gosh, those albums i know i'm not i can't i can't i can't <laughs> do this anymore fucking I shit i remember doing this when i did it on the show before so Oh, yeah, 100% for sure. How about this? Since you love the show so much, go back and find the episode where you did this and prove me wrong, and I will take two losses for this. I don't know, Jackson. It's not like... And Let me see. You know what? You wait, wait, wait. Let me go ahead and use my stopping time machine so that I will be able to find that time to do something like that. Because, oh, I, wait a second. Well, what do I do for these shows? Um, Everything. You sound like you're crying. And we don't need crybabies on the show. I'm crying inside. Chester Bennington <laughs> we'll just crying. punched me in the mouth. We don't like people who just cry on the show. So don't do that. I'm going to tell you this, man. You keep up this and I'm putting on some Carly Rae Jepsen. I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I support the music you like. Hate you. I don't care that you like music that maybe I, I don't like. I hate you. All right. Choose a song to play from this band so we can finish this show. We're coming up on four hours. Oh, my gosh. All right, fine. I pick song for the broken. Fuck. Here we go. Great job, Pastian. Fuck off. I have a feeling every time I pick a band, 
that you know you're going to think. No, that is not how it works. It's not how it works. I really do believe that's how it's going to be. I I really do. That's the competitive spirit. And you're just going to be like, no, no, I know no one's going to take the time to go back and find it. So I'm going to say that I did it. Oh, Jackson. It's just simply not true. All right. Are you ready for my breakdown from the past? I mean, it's not going to be as good as mine, but yeah, I'll, I'll listen to it. <laughs> You're right. It can't be because you took that one from me. <laughs> I'm only competing against myself. I'm always competing against myself. <laughs> Whatever, man. Do your breakdown from the past. I'll give it a listen. My breakdown from the past is a band called Through Arteries. I've done that one. <laughs> that joke doesn't even work because you've done like three breakdown from the past this whole time you've been on the show. And that's one of them. Bam. <laughs> that's, that's one of them. <laughs> I have none to back it up, but I'm just telling you, I've done it. That is true. You do have nothing. Yeah, you didn't back up the last one either, so that's I did back it. it up because I knew exactly which song I played. Say you're breaking from the past. I'm done. I shouldn't have went down that path. <laughs> that's right. You shouldn't have because you're wrong. I'm arguing with a brick wall. So there are two EPs from this band in 2010 and 2012. Now, I might be doing something that Jackson can rag on me later for, This band recently has said that they are going to try and put out an album, I think, possibly this year. But if you think about it, that's five years of nothing. And I think that it's only one member of the band that's left. So I doubt that that's going to happen, even though I would be happy if it did. I think this is justified for Breakdown from the Past. I'll take it. Not a dick. This is a metalcore, post-hardcore, electronic core band. And I'm going to play a song for you. Hopefully you enjoy it. It's called This Is The End. love it well i didn't get to play a whole song dude i played that song longer <laughs> than that one plus if you count the time that i played their other song when i did breakdown from the past earlier oh, then that counts as well still on that <laughs> <laughs> no it, it was really good i am glad so yeah we'll see if they do have new music i would highly doubt it i would like it but when a band hasn't been together for like five years and all the posts on social media say i Instead of the band, there's normally going to be an issue. 
yeah, that's a good point. Well, you know, that whole I thing, it's like, well, you know, you kind of doesn't sound like it's a group thing right now. So we'll wait for that. But I also want to mention they are from the 210 San Antonio, baby. Oh, shit. Okay. Now I like them even more. See, exactly. All right. We are done with Breakdown from the Past. I do wonder, Jackson, do you think maybe that this was a listener playing a prank on you, knowing giving you that band would make you look foolish? What makes you say that a listener gave me this band, Ian? Educated guess. Educated guess. Okay. Until next time. Until next time, Ian. And now, Jackson, it's time to end out the show. Let's do it. All right, Jackson, do that thing you do. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the show every week. Thank you guys just so much. We really do appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. And we love knowing that you love listening. And that is just a really good feeling to have. So thank you again for tuning in. I love you very much. I know Ian is a very, very dedicated, hardworking man who works (laughs) so hard to put this together. And man, he never takes credit for all the work he does. He's just such a good-hearted man. Ian, what do you have to say for these wonderful people listening right now? So thank you, everyone, for listening. You can support the show by following the links in the description of this episode. Go to the website, ianhates.com. Follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, plus anything else that we have out there. Go to Apple Music slash iTunes. Rate us five stars if you like the show. Leave a comment. I hope you enjoyed the brand new intro to the show. We have a lot more coming too, so stay tuned for that. Also, I would like to make an Ian Hates Music Conversation announcement. I am so happy to announce that we have Gray Sorensen of the band Charlatan coming on the show sometime soon. It is recorded. I just have to be able to have time to go through it and put it out. It's a great conversation. Probably the most tangents there have ever been on a Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition. Charlatan had that great album, Remarkable, come out in April. It feels like forever ago, but that is still an album that I rock out to on a regular basis. So it was awesome to have him on the show. And that's why I kind of mentioned before where we were talking about making jokes about anything. We have that conversation in that talk that I have with Gray. He's doing a lot of really great stuff. So I look forward to hearing your feedback when you get to hear it. And make sure to check out Charlatan because they're really doing something unique and different and something that's just really awesome in the scene. Hell yeah, man. So I think lastly, we thought about talking about this on the news segment, but with how many jokes we make about things and how much we you know, try and add some comedy, whether you laugh or not, you know, depending on who you are. And we just wanted to briefly mention... You know, the tragedy that happened in Manchester, UK, because no matter what music you like, no matter what shows you go to, no one deserves to die going to do something that they love. Yeah, uh, music is, I mean, of course, and death is never, there's never an appropriate time for it, but it really is a shame to hear, you know, something like this happen at a place where you're supposed to just completely escape reality for you know like there's always that feeling when you leave a concert and you know you get back to your everyday life where it's just like man you know you miss the moment that you had with you know the artist that you're enjoying and you know for you to go to this 
some would even call it like an alternate reality. Like that's how it is when I go to a concert. You expect to be safe. You expect everything to be okay. You expect to just focus on the music and music alone and not your actual safety and wonder if you're going to come out of this show alive or not. And for some people to, you know, maybe have to think like that now is just a tragedy. And that's something that I really hope everyone doesn't end up doing because whenever you are scared of going to shows or just living your everyday life because of terrorist attacks, to me, that's when they win. And, you know, it really does just suck to hear about all this, but all we can do is hope for the best and prayers out to the families and it just sucks. The unfortunate part is it's always the innocent people that lose. And every time. Yeah, just every time. 22 people dead. And I'm so incredibly sick and tired of people putting the focus on the piece of shit that does things like this. I don't want to hear about their backstory. I don't even want to hear about their fucking gender. I don't care who they are. The only time that, and I've said this on the show before, The only time that someone's name and description should be put out there is if they haven't found them yet. I agree. If they're already fucking dead, then good. Because that's the only place for them. And I'm just so sick and tired. I don't want to hear what their motive was. I don't want to hear their rambling manifestos. I don't want their name glorified. I'm so sick and tired of all that shit. If you want to talk about people, talk about the innocent victims, the kids. I mean, come on. It's fucking kids. Talk about the people that helped. Talk about all the people that helped in that terrible, terrible situation. Talk about the people that opened up their homes for people, the people that donated things. Why do people focus on garbage? Yeah, no, I completely agree. And, you know, the main thing is like, I hate it. Like you say, when people focus on their name, their background, their motive, like it doesn't matter because whenever you do that, you always have those people who just don't fucking think straight and you're like oh he was this oh then i bet you the other kind that are like him also do that or think like that and then that's how to me the hate spreads like it has nothing to do with who he was or what he represented the fact is that this was just a hateful piece of shit person that did a fucked up thing not even a person. and you know yeah it's, it's just it's disgusting like it has nothing to do with why he did it or whatever it's just That was a piece of shit. He's gone now. And that's it. Whenever you highlight his actions or his life, you know, there are, you know, like this is a super fucked up way to look at it. But there are people who are literally looking up to him right now. But that's what I've been saying for forever. The people that look up to him, it's because people glorify that person's name like that. That's why they do it. And when I say they, I'm not talking about a religion. I'm not talking about whatever. I'm talking about the the terrible, terrible piece of shit that would do anything like this. They're losers all the time in their life. And this is their way of leaving a mark because they know the media will give them attention. Yep. And it happens every time, too. It's never not happened. Yep. Whenever somebody does this, we hear about them for a long time. I know exactly what this guy looks like because of the media. And I, I give three shits about what he fucking looks like i didn't want to know what he looks like no right like what does it matter exactly he's already fucking dead so what does it matter let's focus on the other things so that other people don't continue to do terrible terrible shitty things like this couldn't agree more all right jackson so i know we didn't want to do a complete huge conversation on this because you know this is ian hates music but we did want to mention it because it was such a horrible thing to happen And we hope that something like this 
never happens again. So Jackson, let's end the show there. Do you have any final words for everyone? Thank you everyone for listening again. Just, I love you all very, very much. And I hope you guys continue to listen. Have fun, everybody. Thank you, Jackson. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to Your intentions